Welcome back to Catholic's Corner. If this is your first episode, welcome. My name is Sten, and you're listening to A Quiet Corner of the Internet, where we talk about our feelings and thoughts and how we can grow into better humans. Make sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen from to never miss an episode every Friday. And if you want to stay updated on the show, you can join our little community over at Catherine's Corner. Type it into Google, put it in Instagram. We'll be waiting. And if you enjoy the show, let us know by leaving a star rating on it. How are we doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm kind of sleepy still. I just got up from a nap because I've been tired all day, all week, frankly. Um, so if I sound lethargic, that's why. But I am excited for today, and I hope you're excited for today. So let's jump into it. Today's topic is, drumroll please, that was unnecessary, (laughs) today's topic is the spirit of play, and you're probably wondering what the fuck does that mean? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) I've been trying to embrace a more lighthearted perspective for my own sanity, and to me, play is the extension of that practice. I think as we grow older, we tend to abandon the part of ourselves that just jumps around and hollers and goes after what makes us giggle and smile. So I've been trying to navigate what does that mean for me? What does that look like in having a more robust definition, if necessary, of what play really means once you're not a kid anymore? Because it's quite important, I'm finding. So, I asked you all your experiences with play as you've gotten older, and you guys had so much to say, which is awesome. I love when that happens. Therefore, I picked just a few of like the answers that stood out, and there was some overlap too that I'll highlight. But the first question I asked you guys all on the Instagram was, do you see yourself as more of a jester or a broody bat person type? Which I'll get into a bit later. But I feel like for me at least, as someone who has historically seen myself as the broody Batman person without uh, even realizing it, it's that you lean into the seriousness a little too much. Whereas 75% of you said that you see yourself as a jester, which I love and makes sense because I think Catherine's Corner attracts that vibe of person. (laughs) I don't think you can take yourself too seriously and enjoy the show, if I'm being quite honest. 25% of you said Batman, which again, I am with you. I am there. I am trying to embrace the jester within me because frankly, being a jester is objectively more fun, but (laughs) we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But that was what you guys answered. The next question I asked is what is something small that always brings you joy? And I got a lot of, I got a lot of answers again for all of these questions, which again, makes me really, really happy. So I'm going to highlight the, the ones that really stuck out to me, of course. So the overall like themes, a lot of you said friends, candles was brought up twice, which I thought was really funny. Um, especially just cause like, 
I don't, like I don't know it's just it just makes so much sense it just makes so much sense I too am a candle girl I'm a candle girly I love a good candle I don't own candles ironically enough but I do own a wax melter which is just a candle reversed because you're heating the wax which is what a candle does but from the bottom up versus top down which is what a candle does and frankly might be more sustainable not sustainable but like more effective than a candle but the aesthetic of a candle the ambiance as one of you had mentioned of a candle that shit right there is it literally sparks joy it literally sparks joy but um <laughs> one of you mentioned little kids and also friends laughing two of you mentioned your friends laughs which is really really sweet really 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 sweet that you mentioned that um i've only began to appreciate the joy of a small child more recently and i think it's because i've stopped tutoring i'm not sure if i've mentioned this before but i spent a good chunk of my professional life professional life a good chunk of my professional life being a tutor which I did do for a reason at the time. There is a reason I don't do it anymore. Um, I like working with kids, but I don't like working with kids. And but I like, but I don't like. It. You know what I? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, like I like helping others and cultivating young minds. I do not have the patience for small children. But just I think in the tangent of. The friends laugh and the small child. The overarching theme is a being expressing pure joy without any um, filtering, you know? Because kids don't do that. That's why being around small kids are so fun because they're just the way they are without like before the world has gotten to them about like how you're supposed to be. And that's really refreshing and nice. It's a new way of living. But also an old way of living because we were all like small children once with hopefully hopes and dreams that we're able to like carry ourselves in that way for a certain point in time no matter how big or small so i get you and i love that answer <laughs> which one of you did mention your younger sibling as well which i think is even more special i don't have any younger i have a younger sibling by like three years so it doesn't count anymore but i know with like my little cousins i feel that more so than with random people's kids um I don't hate children, but like I do hate children, but I don't hate children. I just worked with children for too much of my young life and uh, will need to um, heal from that experience. <laughs> That's so melodramatic. Anyways, enough about me and my tutoring trauma. Looking into someone's eyes, one of you answered, which I thought was very interesting and I had to sit and think about it when I saw that because I am someone who tends to make a lot of eye contact which um you know the NDB ending sometimes because <laughs> I did not realize that was not a pe thing people do uh, but I don't contact with people a lot um that is how you know that I am listening like intensely to what you're saying is if I'm holding eye contact with you and I like holding eye contact with people because that's when you really see people and like people have beautiful eyes and like the way people will move their eyes when they're talking without realizing it is very fun it's a part of the person so like I get I get what you mean there I'm not sure if it's coming from the same place but I get the small joy of just like that level of connection with another person I think is the relatable thing there the next question I asked you guys 
I don't know why I'm using Kardashian vocal fry right now. Let me stand up straight so I can project my voice properly. <laughs> but the next question I asked you guys was, do you have a quote unquote playtime activity now that you're older? So this could be crafts, games, anything that's pure fun. Because I think another thing, which again, I'll get into more later, that people really mix up as far as like playtime goes is that it needs to look like how playtime did when you were younger, which is just, it doesn't make sense because you're a grown ass person. Of course, playtime isn't going to look the same anymore. Whatever you did mention, Pokemon, always and forever, which I love that for you. Is it nerdy to me? Yes, but that's because sometimes I want to be a hater, but that is cute and I love that you have Pokemon. One of you mentioned webcomics. A lot of you mentioned things that I used to do when I was like in high school that now I'm like, I need to do that again. And webcomics was a big one for me. I love cartoons. I've been watching animated stuff more, but like proper cartoons, like newspaper style cartoons or like you know, drawn stories. You know what a comic is? Have you ever heard of a comic? Do you know what a comic is? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a comic? Yeah, I like that. You know what a comic is? <laughs> but yes, agreed. What if you mentioned trying to learn K-pop choreo, which I love. I love that for you. Another one if you mentioned Minecraft and guitar. Beautiful. I love the balance between musician gamer the gamer musician pipeline there's something there there's something there that's all i'm gonna say taking a walk during your break and sending pictures of flowers you see to your crush that's so cute and that's an example to me of like play that we don't even realize is play because it's just light-hearted and fun and it sparks joy and it doesn't always have to be an overly complicated super involved thing unless it makes you happy that it's an overly complicated super involved thing not that taking photos and sending them to people is that complicated but you know what i mean the last question i asked you guys was what's something fun you'd like to do that you never have time for which is rough it's a rough time where you know big bad capitalism world makes it hard to have playtime sometimes when i mentioned skateboarding i was born to shred but have yet to shred which i related to when i answered it but i no longer relate to it because i found out last night that i actually can skateboard <laughs> which is so funny because see the thing is i have a skateboard that my dear friend Nat, and now our dear friend Nat, as she has visited multiple times now, um, gave me as a gift. And I pract I've practiced on it within our apartment randomly throughout the past year, not excessively, maybe like once a month total, I'll like ride down the hallway of our apartment, our very tiny hallway, or like right in the kitchen or living room when no one's home and then be like okay that's enough <laughs> and i was like yeah no, there's i definitely can't skate because i'm relying on those walls and then i went with my friend last night into the parking lot and skated in the parking lot i was like actually never mind i can skate that's really really funny undercover skater girl <laughs> um for other fun to be had photography for my own pleasure, like not for work or school to build my portfolio, which I relate to more in the sense of like writing. I think a lot of like creative people kind of relate to that sentiment to where 
the thing that you were initially drawn to that made you want to do the career and then becomes just a career thing and trying to find and trying to find the reason you were attracted to it in the first place it's hard it's tricky and more power to you for continuing to pursue it i know that like currently i have a hard time with that because writing gives me like a little bit of anxiety and you have to be pushed to do it but i would love to return to a place where i just want to write for fun again because like that sensation is really important to keep you going but that's like another uh that's a different episode <laughs> that's a completely different episode <laughs> What have you mentioned collages and little films? I miss day projects. I love the term day projects because like I did that so much, especially in like middle school. I would do that so much. I would write short stories in a day. I would do collages. I would do paintings. I would do films. I would do all sorts of random day projects. And it's true. And the fact that collages got mentioned twice as well, candles and collages, it's a good time. It's a good, sustainable time. <laughs> yeah, and want to know how to make a candle. Candle making and collaging? That would be a fun, that would be a fun hangout. Throw that idea into the ether. Plan it with your friends. Invite me if you can. I'd show up. <laughs> it would be fun. Dancing got mentioned a couple of times. Um, I'm a big fan of dancing. Big dance fan. Um, number one dance stand, actually. I love dancing. Dancing for me, I think, is what was one of the first ways that I started entering the play mindset <laughs> within the past few months because I realized that I don't dance as much as I'd like to. When I was younger, I would make it a point to dance on like a weekly basis, and then I kind of kept that up and it would fluctuate between a week and a couple days a week whenever I had the energy for it and it would just be me in either the living room or the basement and I'd have my headphones on and I would dance around for like an hour sometimes two hours sometimes three hours which would not be healthy because then I would break my body but I would be dancing around and I never wanted anyone to see me because I just wanted to dance around for myself and it was really really fun and generally good for my brain to a certain degree but I think when I am like here in LA it's harder because there's not a space for me to really interact with dance in that way so I've been trying to dance more um in front of people which has been really good for me and I'm gonna keep doing that because I keep thinking about being older and how my body is not going to move in this way again. So I'm trying to make use of it in all the ways I can, in a way that is also healthy, and keeping in mind that like the things I do to my body now will affect me later. So balance, balance. But yes, that was a tangent. Thank you to everyone who participated this week. If you want to see what else people said this week, you should check out Catherine's Corner on Instagram, which I highly recommend. There are a lot of fun answers, and if you're honestly looking for more playtime activities, Y'all are really creative and cool, so that's a good place to look. Always on the highlight. Go ahead and follow while you're there so you're ready to participate in next week's cues and potentially have your answers featured in an episode. I think it's time for a break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
All right, homies, you know what time it is. It's time for the favorites of the day. Okay, let's get into it. My first favorite of the day is spooky season playlists. I... I'm personally, I love making my own playlists, but I am a fan of Spotify playlists to a degree, and I'm a big, big fan of digging into other people's Spotify playlists, and I deep dive. I will deep dive. I will find the playlist with like 20 or so saves. I love just taking random people I don't know Spotify playlists, and I've been finding a lot of fun spooky season ones which I'll share on the story if you're interested in what spooky season tunes and I'll share my own spooky season tunes but I think the favorite one that I found is a season of the witch playlist which is just like the perfect fall spooky October vibe because it's like throwbacky and it feels like you're like walking through a pumpkin patch but it also feels a bit like eerie and it's like it's it's perfect. It's like a better alternative to listening to like folklore or like Punisher again. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Bliss. 10 out of 10. My next favorite of the day is Lavender Matcha, which is just another way of me talking about how much I love my friends again. My friend got me a Lavender Matcha because I had a very interesting weekend emergency visit and she just did it as a token of good faith, which was very nice and sweet, and I appreciated it from the bottom of my heart, especially uh, <laughs> since, uh, you know, it, it's just a nice sentiment. It's nice when your friends do nice things for you, and I just wanted to acknowledge that that made me really happy this week, and now I'm going to stop talking because I'm getting flustered. Okay, <laughs> the final favorite of the day that I have for this week is alter time i took time on the full moon this past weekend to finally make a proper altar because i realized i've been avoiding it for a few reasons which i could do a separate episode on this um just with like the connotations i had been picking up around altars being very um not so much my belief system leaning and then realizing that altars are literally a part of every spiritual belief system and frankly if you're spiritual maybe you should have an altar but I went ahead and made my own, um, which, you know, the reasons, and I'm like, like, I'm not doing spells or anything, but like, you know, it's just like a generally good reminder to have like general gratitude towards the universe for like protecting me and taking care of me and just doing its beautiful universe thing. And it's really nice and it smells good and it looks pretty and my Taurus Venus is very happy right now. So... I wanted to acknowledge that that brought me a lot of joy. Plus crafts. I got to do crafts. I don't have a lot of excuses to do crafts. So, very happy with myself. Speaking of crafts, playtime anyone? <laughs> the tea for today, I guess is playtime feels a bit archaic in this period of my life. So I'm trying to bring it back. I'm trying to give her like an update because recently I've been really bogged down with work and productivity because I'm doing too many things. <laughs> and I'm really trying to figure out how to rebalance the energies of like, let's get this shit done. Let's be disciplined. Let's be overly productive. And also let's like 
not take everything so seriously so that I don't end up being really depressed. <laughs> so my solution to that has been playtime. Because I remember during the summer, one of my friends, who you now know, Cody, had talked about finding more ways to bring play back into their life. And for them, the idea was not only to engage with like what sparks joy, but also what sparks curiosity. So it could be going to Dave and Buster's or it could be attending a sculpture pottery class. And that idea was really, really cool to me, but I didn't really think about it too much in terms of my own life at the time. I was just like, that's a cool thing to do. And if you ever want to do things, let me know. Um, but we're both very busy people. Unrelated, back to my point. For me, that idea has kind of come back as, again, like not only thinking about just what sparks joy, but also what sparks curiosity. And also play as an extension of that lighthearted place or creating a lighthearted space to play and explore things that we missed or things that we have yet to miss. And what I mean by that is like things from like childhood or things that like our inner child is yearning for that used to spark joy and then also things that our inner child is yearning for because they never got to have access to that joy because i think that's the cool that's one of the cool things i'm figuring out about adulthood and my very limited time experiencing it is that you get to kind of marry the two together as you get older and finally come to terms with who you actually are as a person versus like trying to fit whatever morphed version you think you have to be as a person is tapping into what made you happy when you were your most or the last time you you were your most authentic self both in practice and in not infatuation and aspiration both in practice and in aspiration separately but subconsciously i've been trying to embrace that approach and my mindset towards things because as i kind of hinted at earlier i've always taken everything really really seriously even when i was like a child and there's an nd explanation for that that i'm very aware of but also like i literally i've been thinking about how that year when i was like nine where i just never laughed and i was always serious and it was like the thing for me to where it was like it became a thing among my classmates like nobody could make me laugh and it was so dramatic i don't know where that came from but i've always had like an inclination towards that divide between being overly serious and also wanting to be very like playful and giddy ever since i was a kid and i think the spirit of play to me is a practice and detachment around that seriousness, the understanding that we are at the whims of the universe and are in the position of explorer and not adventurer. Because I think when I was younger, the inclination towards seriousness was my attempt to be in control of situations that were going on that I felt very out of control of. And by extension, now, when I find myself overly bogged down with like needing to take things seriously, it's coming from a similar place of needing to be in control or needing things to work out my way or the highway, which is just not how life works, you know? And it's honestly very uncomfortable to feel so like constricted and the need to take things so seriously. Because of course there are things that should be taken seriously and should have a certain amount of like, um, gravity towards them right but it's really really hard to be in that mode all the time like i find it 
a, a lifesaver or a saving grace to lean into that levity and to lean into the absurdity that is being a person from the act of going to buy groceries on a random Tuesday night after seeing the worst movie I've ever witnessed in my life. Or, <laughs> you know what fucking movie I'm talking about. <laughs> or, you know, the the absurdity of just sitting in a classroom, learning about, like, mental illness. That's so silly. That's so silly. Or, like, even me doing this show is such a silly little thing. I'm talking into a little microphone. I'm going to edit on my little laptop. I'm going to put it on the little internet. And it's so silly. But the silliness of it is so fun. And the absurdity of it is what makes it fun. And I can take it seriously while also embracing the absurdity of it all. And having that joy fuel my sincerity. And letting seriousness come from sincerity versus seriousness come from a place that needs to be in control. Hence detachment, spirit of play being a practice of detachment because at the end of the day, the universe gets to choose. You know, we all have free will. You can believe what you want, but even people who believe in nothing know that you're not in control of anything going on. There are too many factors happening at one time. And if you try to be overly serious about everything, you're going to be so zoned into your own point of view that you're gonna forget that there's other things happening that have their own agendas and it's so weird and freaky and I love it. <laughs> I think it's so fun. I think it's so fun and I wouldn't want it any other way. So as I'm leaning into this era of my life where I can declare how I'd like my life to be, I'm trying to embrace the fun part of also being open to the possibilities of how it could be that I'm not even aware of and kind of seeing that as a form of play as well. A back and forth between me and the universe kind of like throwing spaghetti at like the wall and being like, what, what does that look like? Well, I was gonna throw it this way because I wanted it to look like a dolphin. And like you threw more spaghetti on it and now it kind of looks like a swordfish, which is kind of fun. And I kind of like that swordfish idea better. And that being how I approach, like, what the vibe is of my life, <laughs> of my greater existence. So the smaller ways that I've been practicing this spirit of play out of just existentialism <laughs> is listening to music. Listening to music that I was ashamed to listen to in middle school or that I wanted to listen to in middle school and felt like I couldn't. Laughing at the sky or at least laughing in my head. Taking in the way that people carry themselves when they walk, take, I love, I love observing people's walks. It's so funny to me, the way that we use our legs and how it's so associated with like, that's, that's your walk, you know? I love that, it's so fun. Walks are so fun. <laughs> and sometimes play is coloring in my Harry Styles coloring book that someone got me as a present, or doing a little craft or dancing in my room, or doing grade four bits with my roommates, which is just a really nice way of saying that my roommates and I can't stop making poop jokes, and I feel like it's too late to turn around, um, because it's just funny, and it's fun, because we are grown adults pissing ourselves over the idea of pissing ourselves, you know? I think that's beautiful. I think that's what all of life should be, is the balance between I need to go and buy groceries for myself and I need to pay medical bills 
and I am going to make poop jokes on the way to both of those things, you know what I mean? That's, that's what it should be, that's, <laughs> that's what it should be, balance, you know? Perfect balance. And sometimes playing is letting the day unfold, like a choose your own adventure escape. Sometimes it's reaching your hand out to the universe and declaring, play with me, let's have fun together. Because life is so much more fun when we are not obsessed with trying to manifest the perfect job or the perfect partner or the perfect anything. And just being like, let's just play together and see what happens because it's more fun that way. This approach letting go of the outcome and instead finding the goal through play and through joy that results from play is what it all is what life is so like yeah sometimes play is playing ninja with a group of college kids which i would highly recommend and sometimes it's pee jokes with the homies because it's just funny <laughs> and sometimes it's just allowing yourself to giggle at the humor of being alive because being alive is fucking ridiculous and it's so fun and every time i play the child in me finds peace and what a beautiful thing that is to finally have a little peace and with that being said I think it's time for us to take some breaths, align with ourselves, and then get thrust back into the world. Yeah? In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six. Before you go, remember to follow or subscribe wherever you like to listen from to receive future episodes. This podcast is available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Stitcher. And if you want to stay updated on the show, you can go join our little community over at Kathy's Corner. You're amazing. You're doing what you can. Take care. I'll see you here next week on Kathy's Corner.